Well, if it makes you feel any better, the most baffling part of that was me trying to figure out how old Rachel Dratch was because I would not have guessed 53, which is I know. what it turns out she is. So. In that oh. movie, you can kind of see it. I thought they were lying the other way. That she, was, that she was like 65? No, that she was like 48 or something. Like. Oh, yeah. See, I thought she was, Oh. you know. I don't know. Well, that movie was made a while back. Might have been her 50s. I think birthday. it just came out last year. I'm going to scoot this back. What's it called? Wine? Wine Country? Wine Country. Wine country. I wanted to say Wine House, and I was like, I Is think if I just wine Google house? Wine House, that's not going <laughs> to be a thing. You guys want to start a short-term rental company called Wine that House, That came though? out in 2019. <laughs> okay, well, never mind. So a couple yeah, of years ago, my years ass. Ago. <laughs> I'm from the future, and then I beam away. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to say that I beam away when you beam away. Well, I can't beam away without going, a beam away, a beam away. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we've podcasted. But it's still stupid. <laughs> Make believe. Welcome to Make Believe Money. I'm Liz. I'm Damon. I'm Dan. We're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> okay, we went different ways. I can say that word. Yeah, I can say that word because I have a baby. Baby. Yes, you can say baby. Yeah. You're not allowed to see either of those things. I can't say anything. Yeah. So shut up. Hey, Dan, what are we talking about today? <laughs> all right, I guess that's all the celebration of the fact that we're back. <laughs> we're back. Hey, there it is. Anyway, uh, we are going to We talk. all have places to be, Dan. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about Shit's Creek. Ooh, that's a fun thing to bring us back into the fold. Yes, yeah, so a little uh, uh, behind the scenes. Uh, I had a kid. Well, my wife had a kid. It was but a, now I a have miracle a child. of childbirth. Dan yep. had Correct. a baby. <laughs> yeah. And now I own Disney or You've some seen shit. it in <laughs> the papers. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As you know, uh, from me being on all the news channels. Uh, no, but so during maternity leave, uh, we watched all of Schitt's Creek, um, <laughs> and it's like the only thing I watched. And I remember as much as my sleep-deprived brain allowed me to remember. So we're doing a little Schitt's Creek, uh, a little like run a, a of Schitt's Creek episodes because <laughs> it is all I have had access to. This podcast is going to get a lot more fun as this goes along, I think, because we're just going to wind up doing episodes about whatever strange episode of like TV land Dan managed to watch. Yeah, I think <laughs> I have a little gap. Like, There's like a, a little gap now where I can go back to watching adult things and we can record about them. And then like in two years, it's going to be all about like how the economics of Blues Paw Clues. Patrol, like, don't add up somehow. Yeah. But Honestly, I don't think that a, a, a like, rescue service based entirely on dogs makes a lot of sense. They I get easily distracted. want to know who their benefactor is because, like, it appears that the local government is not, like, on their side. No, yeah, they're yet, against the mayor. We've watched yeah. a Why lot of this. Why do you guys know? I, was like, <laughs> I, was, I thought I was just making a joke, and then you guys really talked about Paw Patrol, like, in a way that I did not expect you to go We're so deep into Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. <laughs> We've... How? We've been to a Why? bunch of weddings in the last year. And, and then we always wind up with the TV on the in the hotel room yeah. in the morning when we're getting ready. And the only, like we fall asleep watching cartoons that are for like middle school kids. I was going to say grownups, but for <laughs> middle school honest. kids. All right. And then we wake up and it's Paw Patrol time because it's like Nick Jr. Uh, and so we watched a lot of Paw Patrol. Yeah. 
You know, you can change that channel. No. Or like put on the news. Here's the thing. We either watch Paw Patrol or Naked and Afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else in hotel rooms. Stick to what you know. Occasionally, just knowing how hotel rooms are, I want to make some like very dirty jokes, but we'll just move right along. About Paw Patrol? We've got a whole episode for that. <laughs> in two years. Yeah. When we were talking about their finances, which apparently you guys know a lot about. Apparently. Sneak freaking sneak sneak preview. freaking preview. Sneak freaking preview into their rating on Paw Patrol. Man. Yeah, I do feel like we've watched too much of that now. I'm glad that next time you have shame when it's on. (laughs) The appropriate amount of shame you should have had this whole time. We've been thinking about, I've been rolling around in my head anyway, an idea for doing a podcast where we like interview parents about the stuff that their kids make them watch and call it parental supervision. So like, I don't know, email us if you want that. TM. (laughs) TM, TM, TM. (laughs) Um, So, Schitt's Creek. Yes. That's what we're talking about. We are. Welcome back to Make Believe Money. We're going to talk about Schitt's Creek. Correct. (laughs) You've said nothing false so far. Great. Keep it up. Um, We either do ratings or reviews now. (laughs) Or ratings or plot now. That's one of the things we do. Um, Let's do ratings first. Okay. All right. I'll begin. Can I say two? I think two is appropriate for Liz. Because I've seen half of the first season. Okay. So you know the major characters. Yes. And I have a lot of friends who really love the show. So I know a lot about it through osmosis, the way that I've done with lots of things that I'm ashamed to not have watched already. Mm. Like for a really long time, I could tell people that I'd watched jaws by like, just like quoting stuff from it without ever having seen jaws until like two years ago. So you have since seen jaws. I have since seen jaws. And like, I did the same thing with Goonies and I still haven't seen Sandlot. So I've been able to do that. There's a couple other things where I'm like, I like, I can like weasel my way in at parties and be like, I'm hip, I'm cool, I know the lingo. <laughs> but I didn't know that that some bad hat Harry was a Jaws thing. I thought it was the like. Just the thing at the end of the TV show? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the production company. Thing. I knew you were going to do that. Because I was with, I think it was maybe my sister, who I don't think has seen Jaws, when that happened. And she was like, I've never understood why they said that. And I was like, Oh well, that's a well tip off. <laughs> I was about to say you you told me a lot of things in that one <laughs> sentence. Yeah, yeah, I embarrassed myself that one way. I had a really cool thing going, and then I embarrassed myself in that one way, and then that group of people. I think did it was you. you. Have a really cool I had a real thing cool thing going. going. Everybody knew. Did oh, you? did I ever tell you about the time that I took a posthumanism mm-hmm. and science fiction class, and it was our uh, like assignment to watch Terminator for class? But I couldn't get a hold of it, so I read everything about it that I could. <laughs> I wound up like reading the book <laughs> instead the of watching the movie. The novelization of the film Terminator. <laughs> Boy, that is the least entertaining way to digest Terminator. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I knew a lot about Terminator. A movie that's like really not like not a oh, chore yeah. to watch. Not at all. I'm not saying it's the best movie in the world, but like I'd happily watch it's it. It's right also now. only yeah. like 84 minutes long. Yeah, it is like, very short. In the end, I did a lot more work than was necessary, and a lot than any of the other people in my class. I was yeah, the who just only woman like... in my class. Mm. And at one point, the teacher was like, Liz, why do you think more girls aren't in this class? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe questions like that, teach. <laughs> Bye. There you go. And then the kid next to me who looked like the one kid from The Whitest Kids You Know 
who always plays the ladies, um, who wore these like bright white Nikes and like big gold chains. It was this teeny pasty white boy was like, I think girls just like it because their parents, their dad likes it and their brother likes it. And I started to grip the table with white knuckles and I said, excuse me. And the teacher was like, okay, moving on. <laughs> anyway, that's my story about that class. It's been a while since we podcasted. <laughs> I have a lot of things built up. <laughs> so... I have two. Awesome. <laughs> so a two on that and like a nine and a half on Terminator. Yeah, I know a lot about Terminator. Without having seen it. <laughs> Go ahead. You could do an episode on Terminator. I like that movie. I'd also say two. Yeah. Yeah. You've seen the same amount as me. I've seen the same amount as you. And like I know. How much Terminator have you seen? <laughs> Twice as much Terminator uh, as me. Although I saw the one with Helena Bottom Carter. That's the fourth one, right? That seems that's like the a one where Christian bummer. Bale yells at yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It well, that's great. every Christian Bale movie. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. like this one, he yelled at that sound guy. Listen, watch one and two, and I'm holding six, out six, hope six, for this this next one. Six. This is six, right? Ooh, it might be six. What's the subtitle? Darkest Hour. Dark Fate. Or Dark something Fate. Like that. Oh. Yeah. Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Terminator. Dark Phoenix. Terminator Two. First Class. Exactly. Um, don't you love how they just did uh, Rambo Last Blood? Yes. As though they're not going to make another that's Rambo a, movie. Yeah, that's correct. a bold shot to call, by the <laughs> way. Unless Stallone's like, like well, he finally. He's 84. Yeah. I mean, at some point, he may just want to be done. All the plastic has gone into my blood. <laughs> Is that your Stallone? That's my Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's also my Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never seen them in the same room. Think we don't have it. any proof they're not the same person. Think that's all I'm it. saying. If Bernie Sanders stood up straight and put on a mask that looked like Sylvester Stallone. Honestly, Bernie Sanders is taller than you would think. Really? Honestly, I think so. That or he just with or without he just gets stuck next to like really, really short reporters. Um, with, I would say. That's my favorite thing to ask our robot lady. Um, He's six feet. Oh wow! You would not think. No, you wouldn't. I think it's the way he grips the podium as though he'll fall over at any moment. Or just pick it up and hurl it into the audience <laughs> in rage. Corporations! I would pay to see that. <laughs> okay, so Damon, you're also a two. I'm also a two. Daniel? Copy-paste everything was said. All right. Except oh. for that stuff about Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, I would put myself at a six. All right. I've now seen all of it. Um, I very much liked it. Uh, and I saw it fairly recently, but there are some people who have seen it a lot more than once. Actually, my friend uh, Mandy, shout out to Mandy, put us on to it because she loves it. Um, and she suggested we watch it for maternity leave. And I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but my wife will only watch 20-minute comedies <laughs> due to her both attention span and desire of type of content. <laughs> so we had to have a 20-minute comedy to watch, and that was it. So you haven't seen Chernobyl yet is really the... No, correct. <laughs> I would really like to, but if it's not a 20-minute comedy, I have to find some time to watch it by myself. You could frame it as a comedy if you were a heartless person. <laughs> You and know, you she's not dumb. She's got a doctorate. I think she'd figure it out <laughs> oh, pretty quick. She'd be like, you I'm... just have to fake laugh really yeah. hard. <laughs> oh, like friends. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah. everyone think it's funny when it's really not. Just laugh harder and harder and harder, and eventually you'll have the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> or, a, you know, a stroke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, so A, I've only seen it all through the once, and I did watch it relatively sleep-deprived. So I'm going to give myself 
what I think I said was a six. You did. You did. But I was <laughs> oscillating between them at the time. So you, I'm going to stick with that six. <laughs> I <Okay>. did it. <laughs> okay, great. Well, we did that. Yes. Next comes plot synopsis. Correct. That's right. Who wants to try? You have heard the show before. I have. I've been here. <laughs> so the good news is uh, this episode, you probably don't need to know more than the 10,000 foot plot okay. if that makes sense so i think if you if either of you want to take a run at it like we're not talking we're not getting into the weeds of a specific episode you haven't seen if that makes sense so it's just like the pilot essentially yeah actually i am going to talk about like one thing that happens later but it's not much of a spoiler and it's a one episode but if you give us the ten thousand foot view that's certainly enough okay essentially there is this wealthy family mm-hmm. um what's their name not Chips. uh the roses the, the roses, roses. yeah David and Moira Rose and their kids, David and Alexis. David and David. But they don't go by David Jr.? No. Uh, what is his name? Henry? No. What? <laughs> Robert. Don't just give me, just don't, don't just give me Jacob. names. Guy. Uh, Darian. Okay, I would have Alfonso. it by now if you stopped <laughs> saying damn things. Oh, well, when you Google the Rose family, you get all sorts of different plants. Huh. Uh... It's Moira, David, Alexis, and Theo. <laughs> and Theo. Johnny. Rudy? Johnny. 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 The problem is, A, you were not helpful. And B, all I wanted to say in my head was Eugene because yes, of Eugene Levy. And it was not right. I was like, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Also, I'm taking myself down to that five since I couldn't remember a key character name in the first like no, five minutes. That happens to me all the time. For a very long time in TV shows, I'll just be like, dad character or person's actor name. And oh, it takes a long contest time. Contest shows, I don't invest in anyone until they're down to six people. That's like, fine. Yeah. Well, it's because you get to like the five or six people mark and someone shows up that you've basically never seen before because they've been just coasting. And you're like, oh, wait, who the hell are you? And they're like, I'm going to win. Good. <laughs> Yeah, you're in a pole position here, but I don't remember you. Get yeah. ready. I've won already. So the Roses yes. are a wealthy family yes. who become unwealthy by means that we were debating about before the start of the show. So they are defrauded by their investment advisor. Like a Bernie Madoff type thing. Yeah, although it's the government that gives them back. So actually, I think what happens, sorry, I should not say defrauded. I believe their investment advisor does not pay their taxes. Uh, basically okay and i do think he like he or she disappears because you never see them so you get it's kind of unclear whether like they have run off to the cayman islands or like they've been not paying their taxes but i'm leaning on the side of that second one because they are given back an asset which sounds more of like you know if the the financial advisor would run off with stuff he'd be gone yeah and just whatever would be left would be left but it's like the government gives them this thing back to like sustain themselves on so i'm guessing the advisor was fraudulent they are liable because they didn't pay because, taxes and the advisor's gone and the yeah. advisor's gone yeah. right and so now they are in this like defunct situation okay and the only asset is this the one that you're talking about yes is yeah. the town of Schitt's creek that Correct. they bought as a joke as a joke yes because it's got a funny name. Correct. So Johnny bought it for David at one point, like for a joking birthday present. Mm-hmm. And the government decides that it is of so little value that they are willing to give it back to them. <laughs> and Chris Elliott lives there. And Correct. he wears He's overalls. The mayor? He is the mayor. He's the mayor? Yeah. Is he also the like Why can you not guy? believe that? 
Uh, and his last name is shit. So his family has like been mayor for, you know, have been mayors for like umpteen generations. So that's actually where the town gets its name. Huh. Interesting. He's, his name is Roland Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's so dumb. Yeah, it is. Chris Elliott was probably pitching that one. He was oh, like, do you yeah. think I could call myself this? And they're like, I don't know. It's yeah, a Dan dumb. Levy had to have like some <laughs> other name written. And he was like, so it's shit's the last name, right? So like Roland? It's like, no. It's either that uh, or Fola. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're disposed of their wealth, and they have to relocate to this town, which yes. is their only asset, and Correct. they get to live in uh, a motel. motel. Right. Um, and hilarity ensues as they... Because they're wealthy, and they don't get it. Well, they're yeah. no longer wealthy. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. like... But yeah, they're like wealthy, rich urbanites living in like... Now living a poor lifestyle in a rural... Poor town, in theory, is like the idea. Set in Missouri, right? Shit's creepy. I don't know if they actually say where it's technically set. I think it's like a Springfield situation. Yeah, um, it's technically filmed in Canada. Like they drive Canada, like but. an hour one way, and they're in the mountains, and they drive an hour the other way, and yeah. they're in the desert. It touches yeah. nine. Yeah. It touches nine states. The yeah. nine states you can see from Springfield. It's uh, <laughs> one of my favorite Simpsons when shows. They when like, they like, yeah. climb to a top of the mountain, and they're like, "Look, all the states you can see: Iowa, Kentucky, Missouri." Like, and they like <laughs> name like fifteen states. <laughs> uh, good stuff. But did they? They had a. That's all about. I have. That's <laughs> oh, like. <okay>. The, <laughs> yeah. I figured that was all we were covering. That's the 10,000-foot view. Like, Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, thanks a, for listening yeah. to this episode. There's a lady who looks like Parker Posey who works at the hotel, who becomes friends with them. Yes, I don't know who Parker Posey is, but there's a lady who works at the hotel. Parker Posey, um, you would know her if you saw her, probably. Well, she we're about to find out, aren't we? is in the Return of Superman movie. Superman Returns, the Boy, one that the really boring super dude in. Anything about that? Yeah. Oh yeah, she does look like Parker Posey. You're right? completely correct. And Parker Posey is in a bunch of Christopher Guest stuff, which is why I think about her like for that, because Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara were both in lots of Christopher Guest stuff. Who are the mom and dad in this show? The like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's those two, um, and then uh, actually Dan Levy, Eugene's is, son. Eugene's son is like. He's one of the main characters, but he also has like become basically the main writer and I was going to say, isn't he like the showrunner? He like, yeah, he, he and his dad supposedly like started the whole thing together, but like Eugene was holding his hand and is now, he's now like, he's flying on his own, if you yeah. will. He I'm just so like, proud of you, son. Yeah, You've written just, like, a lot of comedy. He signed a contract to do some other stuff for a, a, a channel. I don't remember what, but, but yeah, Stevie lives in the hotel, um, the actress's name is Emily Hampshire. I don't know what else she's been in, but um, yeah, she does look a little bit like Parker Posey. Yeah, right. she like becomes their like sassy kind of friend. So yeah, well, it's also like their portal into the rural lifestyle. Yeah, she does a lot of like translating for them because she can kind of speak gets to it. both crowds a little bit better than like the average person they encounter. So yeah, okay. So um, what are we talking about? So. The only thing we need to know from a specific episode, and I don't remember which episode it is. I apologize, but people He's who like the show will now. know it. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I'll, I'll get... It's been a while. We'll get back into this. <laughs> the content is good. I'm missing some of this, you know, the, the exact specifics. <laughs> there is an episode where they think they're going to get out of the town because they have a buyer who wants to buy the town. Okay. And they want to buy the town 
they, they're convincing him to buy the town for a million dollars. And I want to decide if that was a fair price or not. If that's like, is that a fair price for any town? Oh, well, that, I mean, we'll get into it. But oh, like, sure. the question was specifically for Shits Creek. And then is that a fair price for this town? There. Right. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> when Good. That's the point <laughs> of this show, Liz, if you recall. I imagine you're going to get into this, but how exactly does one purchase a, a, yeah, town? a town? So that is actually the first thing I want to talk about. Great. Damon gets it. Because I don't know. Yeah. Because you can't actually. So that's like what I'll, I'll tell you how like I what I assume. Well, then how like, does Chevy Chase own Chevy Chase Maryland? Fair point. <laughs> so here, so here's what I here's what I will say. Like, you can own presumably all of the property in a town, right? Sure. Yeah. Or what have you. But that can't be the case here, um, for a couple of reasons. One, they are told that they are like they get to live in the hotel for free motel. But like that that's a gift to them from the mayor, right? Like he's being very generous and he brings it up a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Well, if you own all the land, then in theory you're everybody's landlord. You could just evict someone. You could just evict somebody and live there or just tell them like, hey, you can stop paying rent and I live here, right? Like there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of I'm your roommate. You now. <laughs> have a lot more leverage than the you're given a free like you're given a free place to stay your well. Two adjoining rooms in a motel. Well, right. But yeah. it's also like it w- even if that was what you chose, like it wouldn't be a you're welcome if you owned the land that motel was on, right? right? Yeah. Or if you owned the land that everyone's house was on. You'd have a lot more Eugene leverage, right? Stop. <laughs> All right. Well, so we, we, we also, dipped our toes back in, shut the computer. <laughs> I imagine if that were the case, too, like they could piecemeal out pieces of property for right. income as well. Yeah, you could sell little bits at a time. Yeah. Also, like, if that was the case, you wouldn't think, even if it's small town, you wouldn't think that it would be so little the government would overlook it because it would be generating a fair amount of income, presumably, yeah. if yeah. you have an entire town, like, subject to your landlordship. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't make any money off of the town. No, it does not seem to be that way. Okay. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is they don't like the name. And actually, at one point, they don't like the sign that's, like, on the town as you drive in. I remember this part. Yeah, there's, there's an episode <laughs> where it's a brother and a sister like at a creek, but it looks like they are um, oh intimate. Yep. <laughs> uh, but the point is they're like petitioning to change the name and they get overruled. So like, again, if you like owned, like they clearly don't have governmental power in terms of ownership. Otherwise, changing the name would be them deciding to change the name, yeah. right? Like, but they, the mayor says no. So like, they clearly don't have the ability to just do that. Yeah, so what do they have? So, basically what I decided to do, what I assumed is that they basically just own, like, all the unowned land within city limits. Does that make sense? Or, like, un... The public undeveloped land? Undeveloped land in city limits, okay. right? Okay. So they own, like, the farmland nearby and just, like, basically everything that's not, like, residential or commercial. Okay. Okay. So I think, again, I don't really know, quote unquote, how you buy a town. That's not really how property in the U.S. works because it's not really sold as like. I was going to say, you didn't Google, can I buy a town? (laughs) I mean, I did. And the answer is basically no. I was like, no. Yeah. uh, Because of this reason, like, right. Property is parceled up. So the best you could do is just buy multiple parcels and combine them. But again, if you did that, then. You would have either income or governmental say or both, right? Yeah. um, 
Yeah, that's weird that they would own something that would seemingly be not income generating. So that actually like nixes farmland even because right. you, would, you would rent that. So you're talking about like parks? public parks essentially. Well, and I mean, it could just be undeveloped land. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like uh, we were just visiting Megan's aunt and uncles and they, in Kentucky admittedly, but they own like two acres behind their house of that's just basically like a wooded Ruffage. area. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like it just is what it is. No, that's true. That's where my grandparents owned seven acres of forest, but like they weren't wait. I mean, the only thing they did was they like rented access for hunters to go through there. Right. And like, like there season. may be use for the land and it, it could just be that it needs to be developed into something, but it like is kind of out of the way or, you know, it's or not no ideal okay. or whatever. But like, again, it is an odd way though of then saying that you like you own a town because like you might own the majority of the acreage, but you don't like, you don't own that the gives town, that doesn't yeah, give like, you right. any rights, right? Per se. You're just a like, large landowner in the area of a town, yeah. So. And nobody treats them like their stuff is on the line because they're here, right? Like, right, yeah, again, like okay. they never walk into somewhere and be like, Well, give me this, or else, like, um, I'm booting you off property. your land, yeah. There's no like Pottersville, like, Well, I'm ranked, like ratcheting up everyone's rent sort uh, of situation. Well, well, what you can't <laughs> do that. That's my Jimmy Stewart and also my chicken. <laughs> You love me. Huh? You love me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. Sounds right. way brutal than say way more brutal than saying no. I know. Ouch. He gives me that a lot. It's Ouch. great. <laughs> so So that's a that's a head scratcher. Yes. Yeah. So if anybody has a better anybody in the legal background or just who's watched this a hundred times, who Maybe. has a better idea of what the relationship is here, please inform me and I will happily like what if it's like air rights? Yeah, they own everything above the ground. <laughs> everything 20 feet above the ground and, and beyond. Yeah, yeah, airspace. You throw a baseball and it's it's theirs now. But they don't even own naming rights. They do the air. They can name the air. Yes, correct. <laughs> uh, now, the rose fly zone. I guess, <laughs> so the, this is something actually. It's bad. That comes to mind is... They could potentially own mineral rights, but if there are no profitable minerals, right? Like underground. Well, again, like, like I'm saying, they could just own this land that could be for useless. hunting. Well, this is uh, that. That's why I'm saying though is like they could maybe potentially own like the entire town oh, of Shit's Creek. They own all the mineral rights in the area, but, but there's, there's nothing, there's nothing worth of, developing. Yeah. I don't know how that works if there's already somebody existing on the land, though. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, well, so I mean, I know, I know how it works if they're uh, native peoples um, because they get booted. I was going to say, horrible. generally, we make an agreement with them and then immediately break it right. and then move them to a smaller place. Well, I know that that's a thing in Texas um, that a lot of times, like, you can own the surface part. Oh, that's but true. Separately, you, you somebody the, else like, drink the milkshake oh. situation, yeah. where like you can sell your oil rights under your land while keeping your for a profit or something feet down or whatever. So, oh. like, if that had been parcelled in some way, maybe and sold, and like, if that whatever that mineral is has already been extracted, like that parcel could still exist even though it's worthless. Yeah. Oh. You know. So then they do own the town. 
but not the houses ephemerally yeah or the people walking around on it or the roads well, and that would explain Liz. you can if you are bad <laughs> walk that one right back <laughs> yeah listen it's been a while since we've done this so i'm gonna go back to remember we don't like nazis no nazis. we had a firm anti-nazi position before we very took a hiatus firm anti-slavery position also just yep. to make that super clear but very pro apples pro apples <laughs> Are you drunk yet? <laughs> okay. So that's an idea. And that was say, that was a detail that we did not need to figure out. Yeah, but well, I'm and glad if that's that we did. the case, then th- I did not do this correctly. And then it, <laughs> well, I mean, not that way. It just becomes then it's worthless, right? I mean, if it's yeah. if it's minerals that's been extracted, it's worthless. If it's minerals that are still there but under developments, which would be a whole yeah, thing because you'd, have to, you'd have to pay people off to move off and everything. Yeah. I mean, then it whatever. would be very hard for me to determine because they never talk about what mineral concentrations, any of that sort of stuff. Um, and if it is the worthless one, then it really just becomes kind of a psychological thing of how much is a dumb person with too much money willing to spend on it? The answer is, in this day and age, nigh on unlimited. Yeah. yeah. But I can answer the question that I kind of originally posed, which is like, if it's just empty land that maybe maybe so maybe it uh has minerals that haven't been extracted yet because it's just you know hard to get up there with heavy machinery and there's just there's there's cheaper deposits but eventually that will become cost effective or it could be logging rights that again there's not the infrastructure to move the wood out now but should prices go up in the future or infrastructure get better then it might make more economical sense or it could even be like farmland that's just the population is low enough or what have you that it's not developed right now, but maybe a super farm would go in with a bunch of machines and, and make it doable. I don't know. Those are other potential options that I was kind of thinking of, sure. but not necessarily correct. Undeveloped certainly. land that at the moment is like not usable. Not actively generating any wealth. Yeah. 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 Okay. Go on. So what we did is I looked at where it was actually filmed. Oh. So it is filmed in Canada <laughs> in a town called Goodwood, which has... <laughs> nice. <laughs> which makes me think it's logging. Yeah. <laughs> or strip clubs, or I'm not sure. Or something, yeah. <laughs> the oldest profession. <laughs> sure. Uh, logging. <laughs> which has... So that That's town... That's what we call it now. <laughs> <laughs> Fur trading. Fur oh, trading. <laughs> Well, that's a good one, though. <laughs> it explains why man was so driven to <laughs> move across this great nation. We, we thought it was beaver pelts, but turns out it's beaver pelts. <laughs> <laughs> why does man do anything, Liz? Uh, where is Goodwood, like, relative to... Right here, uh, baby! <laughs> I swear, I'll stop. Let me look that up, because I actually Like, relative that. to the three places that I know... Existing Canada. It is in Ontario. Okay. okay. That narrows so that it down. narrows it down to about, you know. The oh, other half. the two of the I three places that Damon knows. <laughs> uh let me okay, zooming out, zooming out. It looks to be closest to Toronto. Is that probably makes sense. the closest thing you would know. That's where most TV is filmed. Uh and it looks to be approximately driving. Oh, let's not do public transit Google. <laughs> Oh, it's not as actually as far as I thought. 45 minutes to the northeast of Toronto. Okay. Nice. Very convenient for Canadians. There you go. So, um, it is 600 people, and it's in a county of 
21,000 people. Oh. Okay. That sounds like similar to where you grew up, Damon. It does. Yeah, actually, I had that thought as I was doing this that it sounds very familiar. A lot of shit sounds very familiar. Yeah, well. <laughs> Not the Chris Elliott part. Your dad was the mayor for a while. For a while, but he hasn't always been the mayor. It was There's Chris. a bunch of mayors who remind me of Chris Elliott. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> dish, 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 dish. Wait, how, how many people in your town listen to our podcast? Probably none of them. Do any Are any of them young enough to know what podcasts are? There are young Are any enough. of them? They had, He yeah. went to a high school. There's 500 people. There they are, all seem very old. <laughs> there are still children, though. That's fair. Yeah. How did they very get there? Very old children. Very old. Um, this, help uh, me. How did they get there? Fur trapping. Fur yeah. trapping. <laughs> <laughs> Same way all of us got here, Liz. For a little bit of fur trapping. Listen, I had a baby. A if you need to explain, if you need me to explain how it happened. No, please don't. <laughs> so um, I'll put it this way. Well, this technically happened when my dad was mayor, but there was a to-do about catching a loose goat once. <laughs> so <laughs> I like that you you didn't have to tell us it happened when your dad was mayor. <laughs> I like that you just <laughs> threw that right back in there. I just there. like to think that there was a community meeting and in the background a goat was just <laughs> walking around. I like just the have goat this, came to the meeting to be oh, like... Oh, I just have this envisionment of like torches and pitchforks like, <gasps> kill the goat! Kill the goat! <laughs> You know the goose that's loose during um, uh, Hot Fuzz? Yes. It's a lot like that. <laughs> Very well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, uh, the reason I even bring up the county is because that's where I was able to find most of the stats about. Mm-hmm. So what I did was determine, okay, the 600 people of Goodwood are <laughs> roughly 3% of the population of Uxbridge, which is the county. Okay. So then I was able to kind of extrapolate what percentage of like the land belongs to that town. Does that make sense? In sure. that county. It's not probably perfect, sure. but it gave me some like, you know, because the whole county is 162 square miles. Okay. But certainly like that town is not 162 square miles, right? Big old town. Um, so what I actually did is I figured out how many people there are per square mile. So 162 uh, square miles, 21,000 people, give or take. You come out with about 130 people per mile, mile. if that makes sense. Okay. And again, that's going to be skewed because some places will be very populous and some places will be less populous. There's lots of farmland, I imagine. How does that work out? Did I do that backwards? Sometimes I just let Dan say no. So there's, 100, there's more than 100,000 square miles, but... No, 21,000 people divided by 162 miles. 162 miles. What did you think you said? I was an order of magnitude up. You had oh, 160,000 yeah. miles? Yeah. No, yeah. So it's, it's 21,000 people over almost... Yeah, about 21,000 people over about 162 square miles. So you wind up with about 130 people per, per square, square mile. mile. Okay. Okay, all right. So then if you extrapolate that to Goodwood, you wind up with it being 4.6 square miles. Okay. Of that 600 people, 130, you get the idea. Okay. How that math works out. So uh, then they really don't price land in miles. They price it in acres. So then we have to break that down to acres. So one mile is 640 acres. Um, What a weird number 
Yeah, welcome to everything the U.S. does. Yeah, does the U.K., do other countries use acres for land? Uh, no, they use kilometers. Oh, they might use acres, but I don't know if acres go squarely into kilometers or not. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I, we talk about how, like, the... Um, what you call it, the metric system is great and all, but the British people still use stone to weigh things. And yeah. like, don't even start. Don't even start. If you could tell me that something weighs some some amount of stone, I'm like, and so it is a witch then, is what you're saying? <laughs> like, is it more or less than a duck? Because yeah. if it's one of those, we have to burn it. Like, I barely get what Fortnite is and yeah, not the video either. game. There's a bunch of dances <laughs> and I don't really follow. You know? Yeah. All right. Yeah, everybody's system is stupid. We get it, Liz. <laughs> Because anyway, we, I think a I'm duck, I think a duck is like a cornerstone. Yes, great. A quarter <laughs> because stone. in 2020, we should just start and remake a system that all of us use. But instead, we're like, no, no, no. My very dead, super great grandfather used stone, and I will forever. And that's like, what right. I'm going to do. Yes. Uh, I just think that this is the beginning of my campaign for anarchy. Liz. Wait, I thought you were gonna like go the other way of like all standardize it, but you just decide no. everything. Should Liz, be. anarchy 2020. <laughs> Vote for me. Uh, because then your vote won't count. Listen, <laughs> I'm not old enough to be president. You can't, you can't run on anarchy when there's already somebody running on anarchy. Who's running on anarchy? Oh, the, the current, current person. <laughs> I don't consider that anarchy. I consider that the end of times. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably leads to anarchy. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you know, there's got to be a lot politics. of like concerted you do efforts. A bunch of small steps to get <laughs> exactly. to where you want to go. You can't jump you don't straight to anarchy. <laughs> You have to start with like destroying all the foundations. That's what of my the opponents systems. want you to believe. But if you vote for me today, <laughs> I can promise you. To anarchy. Right to anarchy. <laughs> anyway, that's the beginning I was of my thing. Something you don't the like... CDC is holding that will kill <laughs> most of you. I'm just gonna fire everyone. <laughs> what? This is all because you don't like acres. This is all because I don't like stone. Because I think it's stupid. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um. No, I do so think what measurements do you hate method. enough to bring down the entire system? Acres, Email us. stone, <laughs> cubits. Like, come on. What's a hectare? Uh, That's what you put a on a person you don't acres. like. And is then it? it? Yeah, because a hectare hundred is a hundred, so it's a hundred acres. And if they don't nail a page of the Bible to a tree, they'll die in seven days when you put a hectare on them. I like that I'm Googling this. Damon's thinking about it, and Liz is just saying some weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> Welcome back to our show. <laughs> yeah, it's 100 acres. Okay. Oh, oh I see. That's it's been like five too. years. I could have just asked somebody at some point. But, but why would it no have time come up? Well, hold up. Now. We don't own any property. Equal to 100 heirs. Heirs? Oh. That's it. Which is 2.47 acres. So what, what the, the hell is an heirs? <laughs> All right, I'm with Liz. Anarchy 2020. This is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is like how they break up like bits and bites. Where I was like working through the, like it, I make it makes sense in the end, but when you have bits and bytes, it's like two very different things. But you're calling them bits and bytes, like okay, that's just baffling. One air equals point zero two four acres. No, no. Or a or point oh one hectares because a hundred hectares, a hundred a hectare is a hundred airs. Okay, but not. It's and a hectare a hec- is like two it's and a half a acres. Hectare. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, a hectare is two point four seven one acres. In what instance what would you use that fuck? measurement? <laughs> it's like the. It's essentially like the metric for. Like divvying up, it's like how they divvy up yeah, farmland so in places with the metric system. 
hectares. Hectares. Okay, everyone needs to, to stop. <laughs> that's, that's plenty. Let's just stop measuring things. Yeah. At this we, point, can't... Why do we need? Just, like, feel it out, you yeah, know? Like... <laughs> just walk till you feel you got a border, and this, yeah. you're like, here it is. It's like, I'm going to put my stuff right here. You can put your stuff over here, and then I think everyone will be a lot happier. So, like, four square miles. So, 4.6 square miles. Is this enough space that everyone could stand uh, far enough apart that they couldn't see each other? Doubtful. shit should I know that, Liz? <laughs> I don't know, Liz. Is there a tree math. in the way? I do, but like, no. Here's your answer, Liz. No, it's hilly. There, you, you, you happy now? There's a lake in the middle, Liz. Uh, but n- probably not, because I actually do know at night. <laughs> oh, you made fun of me. <laughs> yeah, I did. Now I'm going to answer. At night, you can see in clear night, like no hills, trees, whatever. You can see uh, like a flashlight slash candle like up to a mile it's a long way now you can't see as far during you can see as far during the day but you can't pick out distinct objects like you can Mm -hmm. a light against dark but i would guess then if there's 130 people per square mile it's unlikely not very far apart that you could yeah i mean you're spread out certainly but i doubt you could get so spread out that you You wouldn't see see anyone in any direction that would surprise me that was a question in the um, Randall Monroe book, What If, about, like, if everybody on the world stood far enough away from each other, would we be able to, like, not see each other? And he was like, well, sure, except that, like, 70% of the world's <laughs> covered drown in, in water. The ocean. Yeah. <laughs> when 70% of you are 30 feet underwater, yeah, you wouldn't see anyone. Yeah, some of you have to stand in the trench, but that's cool. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, 4.6 square miles, long story short, is... is how many hectares? I don't know, <laughs> but I do know it's 2,945 acres. Great. One hectare. <laughs> no, it's like... It's like five... Uh, it's like 1,300. <laughs> oh, is it the... You're right, because that it's was like 2.4. Yeah, so. 1,300 hectares? Yeah. Here, listen, it was 2.47, <laughs> so I'll tell you how many is, fucking hectares. This is what Liz does. She just wheedles and wheedles. And Remember then I said I didn't did. think these ones would take super long, <laughs> and then I forgot that Liz wants to know how far people have to stand apart to... Be a hectare apart, you <laughs> dumb set. Uh, it is 1,192 hectares, Thanks. approximately. You now happy? everyone in Britain knows. <laughs> yeah, but 1,200 versus 1,300, you were damn close. I guess so, but can you still do the price, the price is right, you did it wrong noise? That you did earlier? There it is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a little Scooby-Doo on that one, but hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, so anyway, that means we got in here, kids. If you, if it's... 2,900 acres, mm-hmm. and they are getting paid a million dollars. That means they are, the land is going for $339.55 per acre. And how much per hectare? <laughs> you son <laughs> of a bitch. So that's, that's incredibly cheap for land. That is pretty cheap for land, I would say. Hold on. <laughs> No, it's one hundred and thirty-seven dollars per hectare. Are you happy now? I'm so sorry, because that makes what you said before mean meaningless to me. <laughs> Too many numbers. I did this. <laughs> yeah. I and did our this. listeners are now confused because you wanted to know a bunch of bullshit. I did. So I have no regrets. To go back, correct. So, so <laughs> it's this filmed in Canada, but supposedly it's set somewhere in the U.S. You get the impression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is incredibly cheap for U.S. land. Remind me again. How much per acre? Per acre, it is $340. Oh, that's so cheap. Because I feel like in some very expensive houses, you can wind up paying like that much per square foot. So, yeah. yeah. the um, Very expensive house, though. Looking around, I don't actually... Oh, yeah. So, the average I think. in the U.S. 
is three thousand one hundred and forty dollars per acre. Per acre. In twenty eighteen. Oh, that's like half that. More than half. What? That. What? I don't know. How no, much I mean, of three thousand one hundred and eighty do you think three hundred and forty is? Oh, Liz? I'm sorry. I thought you said thirteen hundred. No, <laughs> that was still the hold hectare. on. How much of thirteen hundred do you think three hundred and forty is, is, Liz? Is you multiply is twenty six, and that's close to <laughs> anyway. Look, I didn't go to work today. I didn't make my brain do anything at all, <laughs> and now here we are. So, Damon, as we were talking about, <laughs> yeah. it's very cheap for land. Uh, now, again, this is admittedly farmland. That's the only number I was able to consistently find. Um, I could probably have found, I could have probably found a consistent number for commercial land, but that seemed like a very bad proxy because this is mostly undeveloped land. Yeah. So I used farmland under the idea that it could be turned into that, um, presumably. Yeah, I mean, anything could be turned into farmland if you work hard enough and don't care how much you get. And uh, I guess and or certain crops, you know, again, yeah. maybe it's better for orchard than farm. But like, again, if this we're assuming all states, because like California land is on here and it's very expensive, but that's mostly probably not farms. It's mostly actually like a lot of its orchards and such. So they do grow a lot there, obviously. But, um, but I mean, like, if we're assuming that this is just like the slivers of undeveloped land around people's property. So it's less the than thing. the number it's that. Like, this port, the actual usable portion of this land, to your point, Damon, is going to be way smaller than that because you're going to get some that's lining roads and you're going to get some like two or three acres here and there stuck behind people's houses that yeah. are not really worth bringing in a major machine to farm. Certainly. Yeah. So, I mean, that as you eliminate those slivers, like that raises the, the value of each acre that they actually own in our hypothetical. That's a good point. So actually, let's you know? see if we were to divide 1 million by that actual number, that 3,000. So that would imply, if I'm doing this right, so I divide a million dollars by the price, which is 3,140 per average acre. That would mean only 314, 318, excuse me, of these acres would actually be usable by this estimation. Oh. Which... So, only some very small percentage of so like eleven yeah. percent of of the land that you're actually buying could be turned to some use equivalent to this three thousand dollars that you pay on average in the U.S. That sounds okay. like it could be correct. Yeah, I mean, like that that is probably. I wouldn't be surprised if that's like the most that any one person might own in this what, area. Hundred and something acres. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, know, it's possible like, that you're basically buying one person's. Well, like, I'm just saying, like in a town of six hundred, like you know, not each of those people owns like an equal portion of that, but still, like you have one person that owns eleven percent of the town. Well, like and that's, that is that would in this case be the roses. They would actually, I mean, they would. That's what I'm saying. Right. It's like, uh, like that would be, like, if that were to happen in like my hometown, you would say those people owned the town. Yeah, you know? they can, because like, they have, okay, they've got such pull, if you will. Exactly. That does happen in maybe not in your town in Canton with that guy who bought everything up to revamp it. Cook. Yeah. He didn't buy everything up, but like he certainly has a lot of sway. 
Yeah. I mean, well, he's dead now, but like aside Ooh, from that, so sway like, from beyond the grave. Uh, <laughs> so his ghost tells you what to do. His his company is very influential in Canton. That's correct. We pull out the Ouija board yeah. when we want to hear what we should develop. But next. you know that you know that big Another hunting lodge. Culvers. Damn, he loves yeah, that. He loves the Culvers. <laughs> you know that big hunting lodge on the edge of town. Yes. So that guy actually owned like the gas station and a lot of that land that is undeveloped there on the north side of town. Okay. Um, and like he was kind of like, you know, that's not a one for one proxy, but like that was a lot of money to influx when he bought all that land in 2006. And, um, <laughs> uh, well, and like, presumably, right. If you're paying that much of the property taxes, yeah, or like, and like other taxes to a town, you have some like sway over what it gets put toward in theory. Yeah. And like, Assuming that they are paying taxes on this land, hypothetically, even though like the joke is that they right they, they haven't did, and they, they haven't been paying their taxes, <laughs> but like assuming, uh, especially if it is back taxes on this property, then like the town is looking at a payday when they get their finances figured out. Hypothetically, yeah, that's true. That is interesting though that they would leave the. Go- I mean, obviously it's a joke, but that the government would leave them something that they have a liability on. Because, like, how do they expect them to meet? You know what I mean? Because, like, in theory, your tax burden doesn't stop just because you didn't pay taxes in the past. Yeah. Like, right. When they get a tax bill, like, six months from now for $100,000, what the hell are they going to do? Right? Like, they're <laughs> back to square one. So, yeah, I don't know. They might wind up just getting this all repoed from them all over again. Oh, God. What a yeah. dark time. That's season six. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have their movie. Yeah. Yep. We'll find out. So, yeah, if you're, so I think you can argue this anyway. If you're arguing that, like, a decent, more than 11% of this land is usable, then they're getting screwed. Right. If you're arguing that 11% of this land is usable, then they're getting about the right amount. They're paying the fair amount. And reality, in this episode, this is a rich guy buying it on a lark. So, like... It's not none of it's the usable. actual valuation doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's none because of it's he's usable. Doing what and this guy did. is just like you take a discount to sell it to someone who is only buying it so that they can say they own a town and like hardy har har. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you can kind of look at through any of those lenses. But like that's what I came up with in terms of like how are they getting what are they getting and why, if that yeah. makes sense. Sure, sure. Does he wind up buying it? He doesn't because no, there's more show. Oh, he dies? <laughs> he has like a heart attack. They like, he agrees to buy it and like before they can get the signature on paper, he has a heart attack. Oh, that's, oh. The, <laughs> that's the toughest way that could have gone. And instead he was like, ah, my wife said it wasn't a smart idea yeah. to buy something because it sounded fun. Nope, he just dies. Yep. Okay, cool. Well, that's great. You really want to? I mean, not for him. Well, that was no. a great <laughs> end of that. Buena, <laughs> 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 Uh, do we, do you have, do you have any more? What else you got? <laughs> we got two more episodes. Two I'm about to say two more episodes about shit Creek. So everybody just hold your horses. Why don't I wrap this one up then? <laughs> Stick a pin in it. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz. I've been Damon. I've been Dan. As always, thanks to our composer, Charles e. Miller, for her music. Uh, you can catch her in LA at her many shows or at charlesemiller.com. It's like Charles, but S-E-Y instead of E-S. Um, Email us your thoughts, feelings, and what unit of measurement you get real steamed up about at podcast at gmail.com. That is our email, right? Yeah. Okay. 
Actually, I know. Nobody checks it. I know. Just kidding. JK, we read it. Um, I get notifications. Yeah. Find us on the internet. What else do I say? Review us, Charles Lee. Oh, rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. I did. I don't know. I think so. I don't think I did. Wow. (laughs) Back in the saddle. Is it Dan was on paternity leave? Damon and I have no excuse. (laughs) Uh, We'll catch you next time on Make Believe Money. Okay, bye. Back in the saddle.